Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's the Mallard Report. Jim Mallard here, host of the Mallard Report. Before we begin, i got to remind you the views and opinions expressed on the show are solely of those of the host and guests. Do not necessarily reflect Evergreen Podcast, Killer Podcast, any sponsors, affiliates, or anybody else. The Mallard Report is recorded live in front of a live virtual audience on the Duck Pond. Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern. I was hoping to have the new intro done for this week, but I just looked at it and it's 10% done. So, oh, wow. Oh, wow. So maybe by next week it'll be saved. <laughs> I thought about it at 8.30. I probably should have prepared just a little bit better, but... Well, mm-hmm. next week. It's uh, all good. That happens. Good. My guest tonight is Kimberly McGeorge. Kimberly, how are you doing tonight? I am well. How are you? Uh, I, well, I'm prepared to be better, I get the feeling, because I'm so excited to talk to you. Like I was just saying to you, I don't know exactly where I want to start, but go ahead and give my, <laughs> give my listeners the brief overview so they can understand why I'm excited. Oh, gosh. I'll try to be brief. <laughs> so, um... Born um, partially awake, I call it. So um, I opened up my little eyes in a baby body, and I was like, why cannot I walk? So that's a weird, whole weird experience. So I had an adult mind from the time I was a baby, which is very strange, and we don't have to go too far into that. But uh, as I you know, became more conscious and awake and aware, realized um, I had abilities that other people didn't have, remote viewing. Um, I saw auras around people. I knew things I shouldn't know. Um, I saw things I shouldn't see. Uh, when I used to take my naps, the ceiling would open up and I'd see like uh, kind of like Stargate, like portals and beings would be guarding. And I'd go down like these. Um, I'd astral project. Well, I didn't know it was called that, of course, because I'm five. But that's what I was <laughs> doing. I'd astral project down these like universal tunnels and basically live these great, you know, explorations during nap time till my mom harshly brought me back to reality with, you know, what are you doing and why aren't you sleeping type of thing. And so when I went to school, realized, although before I kind of thought everybody had all these experiences, really quickly realized that there was something very wrong with me. That was my perception and how I flipped it on myself. Um, and so basically repressed and tried to keep it down kind of unsuccessfully, kind of successfully um, because my dad was a pastor, went to Christian school um, when I went to college, which was a Christian college, I did shockingly decide to start letting the psychic part out and became quite popular as far as being very accurate. Word got around uh, to the uh, local uh, police department. This was outside of Chicago. And at the time, they were forming occult crime units, um, very low budget, just, you know, starting to work with psychics and mediums and uh, to investigate occult crimes. So, uh, realize that that is not like the TV shows. It is not well-paying. <laughs> it is horrendous when you're only 20, and it is not glamorous, so it didn't do too much of that. Uh, performed what I used to call exorcism. I wouldn't call it that today because I don't even kind of believe in the demon thing anymore. That's a whole long story. Uh, but, you know, back then I called it exorcism. I performed my first deliverance at 20 uh, and kind of went down that direction of deliverances and exorcisms and demons and house clearings for quite a while. Uh, got married, had kids, had a lot of health problems, uh, learned that there was such a thing called alternative medicine, um, became quite well-schooled in that, uh, became an herbalist, eventually became a naturopathic doctor, eventually had four clinical in-person you know, practices, then everything went to the Internet. I thought, well, this is much better <laughs> to not have to see people in person. Uh, so I started working with people long distance and getting into frequency technology, became quite well known uh, for frequency technology. And now I also work with medical device companies and I help write their frequencies. A lot of people don't know that. That's kind of a little secret. But um, And then I do work with frequency apps and frequency machines. So that's kind of the, the shortest I can make it. Well, no, that's why, like I said, I was excited to talk to you because there's a lot to unpack there and there's a lot to get through and... 
and I've only got an hour to do it, so we're going to do our best, but that's okay. Um, first thing I want to ask you is, you went to a Christian college and they didn't burn you at the stake. I'm a little confused. Oh, don't get me wrong. Oh, don't get me wrong. They they did. The professors did. The students loved me. Uh, oh, I mean, okay. Who doesn't love someone who has that kind of information? Because um, I have the ability. I don't do this anymore. I call myself a lazy psychic now because the technology does a lot of the work for me, although I still use my abilities, of course. But um, I had the ability and still have the ability which is kind of a frightening ability, but I learned it's kind of an upper dimensional ability that people outside of this reality have, or we would call them maybe ET groups outside of this reality have. But um, I have the ability to merge with anyone, anything, including animals, people, houses, trees, whatever, um, and become them. So that's how I was getting my information. There's, you know, a number of ways psychics can get their information. Um, and one of the ways I was doing it back then was I was literally just merge with a person. So if someone said in college, you know, as my boyfriend, Joe cheating, I'd be like, just a minute. And I would just merge my consciousness with Joe's and I would be him. So I could clearly see whether he was cheating. <laughs> you know, I could go through his memories because people think we store memories in our brain, but we don't all our memories, including past lives and outside of this reality are stored in our energy field. So it's really easy to access memories. Actually, that's a whole nother long story, but um, Yeah. Okay, so now now I'm now I'm jumping again. So it's it just be ready. We're going to be jumping quite <laughs> oh, a bit. I can keep up. Okay, uh, <laughs> you, I, I, I just say brain. I think. <laughs> I think I figured you could because uh, obviously to get to this point in life, you had to have uh, absorbed a lot. So I'm familiar. Well, when I say familiar, you you know what I'm saying. I have a better than average understanding of remote viewing. Um, oh, cool! Right, but if you're going in and you can absorb the energy of your house i mean obviously we're in the same book but are we on the same page mm, probably not okay so so i can also go and travel and walk around places and view from the outside or like a normal remote well i don't even think that's a normal remote viewer because i think people would consider a normal remote viewer to be the military style of remote viewing which i can also do but i don't like to like why go through all that garbage when i can just go there sorry sorry i'm not meaning to offend i'm not saying there's anything wrong it's a great tool for people that have not turned on because i believe all fire creation spirits all star seeds um you know we all have this ability i don't think i have a special ability i think it's not turned on in most people and they don't know how to turn it on and that's one of the things that i'm able to do especially at my you know when people are in my live presence they get the bounce. So they're like, is, you know, what are you seeing? Am I seeing this? I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing Bigfoot or I'm seeing this portal open or I'm seeing the CT ship. So it's really easy, you know, in person to help train people to do that. So I think, you know, many, many people have this same ability in the same style I do. They just aren't, it's not popular. You can't necessarily pick up a book about it. So I'm sorry, my daughter made my lemonade tonight and holy smokes. Wow, um, I love that. <laughs> Anyways, I gotta go. Gotta go careful on that. Uh, so you, you, <laughs> but you were just, you were just saying, I love it. That the I'm a whiskey girl myself. But then anyway, we go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to trying to maintain some kind of quality of the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm it down. <laughs> no, that, that's fine. Um, uh, you were saying that you transitioned to doing stuff online. Then you're telling I'm confused now because you were saying it's easier to do things in person. So where where are you with all that? Because I know there's a difference. Because oh. I mean, obviously, yeah, we're it's easier. It's yeah, sure, sure, sure. So it's easier to train. I train people and teach people uh, how to up level and turn on their, um, you know, like fourth and fifth dimensional sight and their psychic abilities. Um, but and that's easier to do in person. But <clears throat> like healing and assessing and reading. Um, it doesn't matter. I can do, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a hundred percent accurate distant or I'm a hundred percent accurate in person. That doesn't matter at all. As a matter of fact, obviously it's easier to do in your pajamas on the couch than it is to do in person and get dressed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not arguing that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we're talking about it on, in the chat room, uh, your website, it, it's well done. So why don't we talk about that for a second while we're here? Because obviously oh, I'll, sure. forget, I'll okay. forget. Uh, what is okay. it? And what, what, you've got a whole bunch of stuff there. So go ahead and tell people what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we're actually working on it. I was just meeting with them today about it. It's secret to everything.com. 
And um, we do have some free classes and free stuff, and you can contact there's a contact form if you want to ask questions or you know get a hold of us or don't understand something. So um, yeah, there there's some free stuff on there, free classes. I think there's some free MP3s. Um, we are working on it though. Some of the stuff on there is pretty old, so we're in the process of upgrading it. But yeah. Yeah. Well, if the website's ever done, you know, I have a rule about that. If it's ever, you think it's ever done, <laughs> just delete it and start over. Because it's oh, never done. <laughs> that's so. That's so true. That's so, great. So take okay. Now I want to jump back because I I, I kind of glossed over this by burning you at the stake. Um, when you were really young, it doesn't matter when, mm-hmm. but when when you had these okay. abilities, and mm-hmm. you obviously had to tell somebody, some adult at some point that uh-huh. strange strange yeah. things were going on. How did that go over? Yeah. So um, I I know very familiar with exorcisms because. They were performed on me. So, yeah. <laughs> because, again, this is the devil's work. Like, you know, being a psychic is of the devil in my home, in the religion I was brought up in. So, yeah, nothing. I wasn't like a black sheep. I was like a satanic black sheep. And really, I still am. Um, my parents love the benefits of what I do, including the technology that I use. They, you know, have me scan their dog. They have me scan them. Um, my dad's even downloaded, you know, my major app so he can run his vitamins every day. So they love it, but we never talk about my work, like only the acceptable tiny, tiny parts of my work. Not like, you know, everything that I am like, I like, I live in a habitation spot for a big footed dogman. And so I have all these structures, you know, on my property and I'll say to my dad, dad, do you think those 30 trees can like fall into a teepee shape like that? And he'll be like, yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, no belief there, you know, but they believe in God and Jesus and, you know, virgin birth and all that and angels, but they don't believe a dogma. A big, you know, I think there's no difference. Like, actually, there is a difference. I mean, all this is real. And, you know, religion was created by Rome after the library of Alexandria burned. So that's a whole nother subject. But anyway, <laughs> well, you're full of other subjects, you know that, right? Oh, yeah, I'm very random. I'm full of a million <laughs> random subjects. I could keep you uh, distracted for about three hours. You wouldn't know I hit you. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure. Like I said, I, I told you before the interview, like, I literally said that, well, Michelle, got props to Michelle. She sent me a list of people, and you were the one that jumped. I mean, there's a lot of great people on the list. Don't get me wrong, but you were the one that jumped off the page at me first. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. And I, I that's you know, kind. and she's like, okay, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> and I went, uh, everything. And she's like, yeah, oh, that, that's your website, that. the secret of everything. And she's like, I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, I, you know, you couldn't, because normally, you, you know, you drill in on somebody and you want to talk about this because that's what the, you know, either they're known for, you know. Yeah, have, most people niche down. And I do, I would say if you, if you like push me up against the wall with a gun in my head, I would say frequency is my, you know, that is my main thing, but it's also kind of a little bit of a lie because I mean, I was just like today, you know, it was a work day and I was working and I helped a guy in, you know, Chicago with his chiropractic office and a house clearing. And I ran a scan on a guy in Africa and I worked on my class, you know, advanced practitioner for the frequency app tomorrow night. So, you know, I'm not like one dimensional, you know, and I don't think, I don't think we are meant to be one dimensional. I think we're meant to bring all of us and play wherever we want to play whenever we want to. You know, this is a game. We take it too seriously sometimes. Yes. So, okay. So you mentioned people from Chicago and Africa. So obviously it's around the world. Is there ever, how do I want to phrase this without offending somebody? Well, I'll I'll just go this route. (laughs) Because obviously the energy is different in Africa than Chicago, right? Sure. Versus, versus Australia, because I have an Australia listen. So is it, is there anywhere that is like, where's the most difficult place for you to kind of hone in on? I guess is where I'm going. Nowhere. You know why? Because everywhere is here. There is no time. All time is now. And when you start to understand our reality and how it's structured and where you are, uh, you can work your way out into the infinite because I believe we all came out of the all, you know? So I believe that we're individual perceptions that broke off from the all to have our own experience. So we create a hundred percent of everything, but yet we can still, we came from the all. So we all are one that all that, you know, new HBS garbage is kind of true in a way, in a way they teach it. It's kind of not, but in a way it kind of is. 
but then you can go back. So this is what I say to my students. I say, what if you can know anything, anytime, any place, past, present, future, any realm, any dimension, any timeline about anyone all the time? And they're like, yeah, sign me up. Well, you can. And I teach you how to do that. And we use technology as a tool, but I also teach you how to do that yourself. So I'm doubling down into this question just because I can. <laughs> is is there a, a okay a, a place or a continent even that is more okay. resistant to your energy and fights back more? I guess is the way I'm, I'll I'll put it. Okay, um, I would say, and this may surprise people, I would say Europe, and I think a lot of that has to do with the cabal stronghold currently um, that I feel kind of is in Europe. And so um, I usually get, usually it's not a problem with connecting or reading or scanning. It's what happens afterwards. So what happens when I go into certain areas or I work with certain people, that's what I get the blowback from. So it's not really the difficulty going there. It's a con- There's actually certain places that I won't go and look around because I see who's there and there's worthy opponents, if that makes sense. So there's a mutual respect. Like we won't go there. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. That's what I kind of, I guess I'm kind of in- indirectly drilling towards, but I wasn't sure where I was actually, you know, because there's, like I said, it's a lot of easy, it's an onion question. There's multiple layers to that question. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. So I guess on the other side of that, where's the easiest place to go besides down the street? Oh yeah, That's so true. In inside myself, um, the easiest place, easiest location is you know where I'm most familiar with: the U.S., um, Canada, um, you know Hawaii, Alaska. You know my neck of the woods is just so easy. You know that's the frequency I live in. That's what's closest to home. So obviously that's just going to be super simple. And my state, I mean, the closer you get, like you mentioned, you know, down the street, obviously North Carolina is super easy, you know, because that's where I live, to read. Um, it's just easy. I mean, I guess it's like very definitively small, you know, easier without as much resistance because I'm here and I've established a presence. Now, this is stereotypical, but the South is known for being more conservative. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does that relate to you? Yeah, I just got doxxed two days ago by um, somebody who outed me, you know, as a Satanist on Nextdoor. Are you familiar with the Nextdoor app? So, and it's hilarious because, you know, it doesn't matter if there's 5,000 neighborhoods. None of those people are my clients. You know, I don't have a lot of clients in the South on Nextdoor in these, you know, my neighborhoods, which is why I probably have to go around the world to get my clients. But, um, yeah, so she just doxxed me as, you know, the devil's spawn. Thankfully, they took it down right away, but I really didn't care because none of those people are my clients anyway. You know, they can get their amusement, I guess. Well, uh, as, you know, that makes them happy. And then I well, I got a dox story for you. I had a guy who was upset with one with something one of my guests said. He's like, I'm going to dox you and I'm going to expose you oh. for what you are and da 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 da. Oh, wow. And I, and I said, go ahead. Really? I said, go ahead. Expose <laughs> me for what I am. He sent me an email. I love like, that. He sent me an email a week later, and he says I couldn't find anything. And I said, "Well, no shit. There's nothing to find." You know what? <laughs> I love that you said that. And this is how I haven't always lived this way, but the last ten year, ten, twelve, thirteen years, I've really tried to live this year, uh, this way. You know, I'm authentic. So one of the things I do is expose fake healers, and they're like, "Why do you bring down and make fun of, you know, fake? You know, they call them healers." And I'm like, "Because they're fake. I can back up what I do. I do every day." I can prove in a million different ways that I'm authentic. And I, you can ask my students, they can run me on the app and tell you every single thing that's wrong about me. I don't claim to be perfect. I don't claim to be more enlightened than anybody else. You know, I just know what I know and I teach what I teach. And it's changed over the years and it may change in the next three years. And I, and I have gone, I actually, three months ago, I had a class and it was, the whole class was me recanting things I taught before. Like I have no problem saying I was wrong and this is why. And this is new information. Like, just be authentic. What is there to reveal? Like, you can, I mean, my students already know everything that's wrong with me. <laughs> You're not going to tell them anything new. Well, so we, might, we might be able to here in a few minutes, but. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you talking to my ex? Do you have my ex on the phone or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What, what's the number again? No. <laughs> oh, boy, that'd get me in trouble. Um, so. Frequency, that's that's your, well, one of your bread and butters, right? 
Absolutely, uh, sure. Yeah. Give me give me a little bit about that because I know enough about that to be dangerous. But what what more so? Give me the next step about it. What what where do you come into the picture? Yeah, you know what's so cool, and I didn't always know this, but um, you know, you know, everything here is frequency in the game in 3D, what we call 3D. But what's really cool is, you know, I've come to discover that because we're eternal beings, of course. So no matter where you go, any dimension, it's all like color sound, um, all the way back to the void at the beginning, and then all the way down, everything's frequency. So you can never go wrong studying frequency or learning to discern or read frequencies because thoughts are frequencies. You know, the programming that we have you know, that we've been programmed into from school and, you know, life and parents and religion and everything. That's all frequency. Um, your beliefs are frequency. Your emotions are frequency. Your diseases are frequency. Your parasites are frequency. I mean, your memories are frequency. So once you understand that, it's so exciting because everything can be known and everything can be read. And not just about people. Like, you know, I can tell if furniture has other beings in it because the beings are frequency. It doesn't matter if they're fourth, fifth dimensional beings. It doesn't matter if they're human discarnates. I work quite a bit with human discarnates because human discarnates is a huge issue in the 3D. I mean, Ghost Whisper was wrong about a lot of things, but it wasn't wrong that it was an issue. Um, and so, yeah, we work a lot with these beings and they're all frequency too, you know, and the dogmen and the, and the Bigfoot and the, you know, fairies and all the, you know, beings that people don't think exist. They're all frequency. Um, just in a dimension that you have been programmed not to see, but that you can open up and see if you want to. Although the fourth dimension is really interesting. I was talking to my class the other week, and I'm like, you guys say you want to see, but you don't. Because the fourth dimension, the fifth, the fifth dimension is a little better, but the fourth dimension is such a dark dimension. It's where all the human discarnates are that are lost and wandering around and have created some weird parallel, darker reality. It's where all the darker creatures are. Um, some of the, you know, fan- fantasy creatures aren't all dark, but um, it's kind of a mess in the fourth dimension. Some of the most terrifying creatures that you could ever imagine live in the fourth dimension. But everybody's like, oh, I want to see. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't want to see what I see. <laughs> uh, everybody really wants to see it until they see it. That's it. Thank you. I th- well I th- said. I, th- I think that's how that goes. And side note, not attacking you at all. Bill Murray. You're welcome on the program anytime. I don't care what she says about Ghostbusters. <gasps> Do you want to know? Okay, now I'm telling <laughs> myself, but I have to tell you this. Uh, that's so weird that you said it. No coincidences in the Matrix. That's what I always say. So when I was um, 20 in my, guess, in my uh, you know, uh, depossession days, I worked in a mafia-owned, I'm just being honest, a nightclub, of course. I mean, which one is not mafia-owned in Chicago? But anyway, I worked in a nightclub in, in Chicago, and... Um, Bill Murray came in all the time. He was like the biggest bar fly, and everybody just left him alone. He was like so depressed. So sorry to disillusion you, but that was way back in what, the 80s, 90s? He was just really, really depressed all the time. It was really interesting. Uh, I'm not disillusioned. I just think he'd be a fun guy to talk to for an hour. He's not. No? (laughs) No, he was there like every night I worked. We all left him alone. He was awful. He was so depressed. He like, maybe you want to kill yourself. I'm sorry. He had so many entities and stuff all over him. He was, like, really, really, you know, kind of like what they talk about, like, Zach Bagans will tell you, like, you know, all that garbage. You know, he gets possessed and stuff when he does ghost adventures. That's like how Bill Murray was to me. He was crawling with stuff. Like, he was really dark. Oh, wait, wait. Now now, <laughs> now we've crossed the streams, and now we have to clear this up. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, my ex-fiance grew up with Zach Bagans, just anyway, so okay. that's where I get some of my information about him, but well, that's a whole other subject. <laughs> well, let's talk about paratainment for a minute. We'll just leave Zach out of it. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that. I've never even heard that. I love that. Oh, well, see, welcome to the, welcome to my little corner of the universe where we talk about things like that. Um, does that do more harm than good for the reality of the world? I mean... Me and you can agree that's entertainment. That's not how these things really go down. But for the people who actually are out there thinking, yeah, buddy, run in the dark cave without your buddies. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, this is my favorite thing about, I'm going to start, I'm going to start saying that, paratainment. Um, if anybody really knew what an investigation, and this is even an investigation with someone who can see all the things, um, was like, they would never go on <laughs> It's so boring. Oh my gosh. And like I said, I see it. It's, I'm telling you it's boring. I have gone to some of the places that, um, uh, ghost adventures. I went to this one slave plantation in Ohio and I was so excited and it was like, 
Oh my gosh, it was so boring. I mean, when things, a couple things happened, and of course that wasn't boring, but waiting hours and hours and hours between things happening, it's just like, I, and I have a really hyper, as you can probably tell, personality, so I'm really impatient. So I don't do really well on investigations. And, uh, you know, I did that for many years. I was many, many teams, um, you know, their psychic medium, you know, Shane Pittman, I was his psychic medium for his team before he got, he still talks to me. He's a sweetheart, uh, you know, rich and famous. Or non-rich and <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say lifestyles, life, lifestyles of the rich and famous room here. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. He's the, he's the he and his life and, and just sweetest guy, sweetest people. No, but, so, um, yeah. So you know, I know these people, and, and you know, she is the real deal. I mean, I'm I'm not slamming him at all. I love him, and he is absolutely the real deal. Um, and he's been yeah. ducking me for a couple of years, by the way. No, not really. Re- for not, real? re- not really. It, I, I asked him to come on. He says, yeah. And then we got to figure out a date and he's always busy on the dates. So I ask him and you know, it's, it's not really ducking me. It's just, I have to give him a hard time. Oh, it's just so weird. You know, that blows my mind. It's so weird because 10 years ago, you know, I've been Shane for a long time. Like he and I used to talk on the phone and his brother-in-law for hours. Like, it's so <laughs> weird how like people's lives. And now, and he'll still, I mean, I don't know if he'd even pick up the phone now for me, you know? And, and uh, I stepped out of doing, I call it doing the work for a while. And he'd call me up and he's like, please, please, you have to help these people. These people need your help. And we just have this whole history together. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. I, the, I have a chatter in the, the chat room asking what was the name of the mafia place. And he types up their blue, green dolphin. That can't be a real place, can it? it? You know what? Okay. You guys, I'm old. And I cannot remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. So if you think, how many years, like 30 some years ago that I can remember the name of that club, you would be wrong. Now, I could probably, if it still exists, I could probably look it up and tell you, but I have to do some research. <laughs> so we'll, we'll file a Freedom of Information Act and we'll get back to you on that one. Yes, there you go. Happy to share, but I don't, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. So now back to the, oh, geez, see this, I'm jumping again, but back to the, investigating thing and how sure. non-active it was um mm-hmm. which that was where i when i came into this this is how i started as an investigator where that's where oh, i started the did? show yep because ah. i went to talk to other investigators and well what kind of cool way to do that besides a show of course it seemed like everybody and their brother was doing it back when i started but you know anyways uh <laughs> investigating you and having a show. big people i was looking at your guest list i mean you've had like um, oh, who did I see? Oh, well, of course, Dave Schrader you had on. Mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of people I recognize. Yeah, well, really for, cool. through the years, I've been able to acquire some. I mean, congratulations to that. That's awesome. But so, but what people don't realize is, okay, so you, you spend, no, I never spent more than five hours because I'm like you, like, yeah, if it's not, if it's not rolling, even at five hours, if it's, it's not rolling. Hopping. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then you spend all this time looking at the same video, hoping to find something. Did you see that? Oh, no, that was just me moving. Never mind. Now, <laughs> but, so but, true. But having the gift, okay, now, of being able to see. We're going to call yes. it a gift, but I know that okay. it's a double-edged sword, I right? I call it, it is. Thank you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, so do you, do, okay, back in the day when you were investigating, mm-hmm. were you more worried, worried about seeing things on the investigation or seeing things, as I always joke about, at Walmart? Because Are you I, kidding me? Do you really say that? You are the only person other. I, I thought I had a corner on that. You just ruined my life. Okay. I well. always say there's more ghosts in Walmart than there is at any ha- graveyard or haunted location. Not that there aren't bad things and good things at those locations, but I see more. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, um, my seeing abilities actually improved over the years. Um, her, she was born a hundred percent, you know, being able to see. So, you know, I had this five-year-old that's like, look at that man, look at that woman, look at that person laying on the ground. And I'm like, you know, I didn't see it all the time. She, she still sees a hundred percent. I don't even know how she functions because I've learned how to turn mine off and turn it down, you know, and turn it up. But um, I don't know how people, um, function that can completely see because a lot of this stuff is just horrifying, including the residual energy movies that play. There's some crappy stuff. One of the things around here is this guy, uh, this is, uh, you won't be surprised by this, this guy killed his whole family. It's this big story um, around here in like the 1900, early 1900s. He killed like his baby and his wife and like all his kids. And then he killed himself. And of course, you know, I live next door to that family. Of course I do. But um, anyway, <laughs> that's a big thing around here. 
but like that stuff is dark. How about I mean, how, when how's the current neighbor? Digital stuff. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's, uh, anyways, we're not it, going there. It's right? interesting. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going there. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, they didn't do it, but you know, it's bloodline, man. That stuff carries. Is is the energy okay? This is going to be a loaded question. Kind oh, of. I, I okay. don't know if I don't know if I can even get it out without kind of butchering it here. The energy. Okay, so the energy of the house, right? It's there. Yeah. Yes. Do the people take your neighbors, for instance, in this mm-hmm. case, right? Do they take mm-hmm. that with them, or does it stay with the house? Or can it do both? Both. It can do both. Um, so houses, to me, have their own personality and their own energy. When I went to sell my house before I moved here, I had to really work with the house and its wishes and desires to even get that house sold. And we actually have programs in our technology that we can read and this is why I call myself a lazy psychic because I don't have to merge with the house and have big conversations and go through all this work. I just, you know, run a program for 30, 60 seconds and I know everything I want to know and then I can adjust it or respond to it. So, you know, artificial intelligence, everybody's like, oh, artificial intelligence is so evil. No, it's not. Like there's benevolent, I call ours, you know, benevolent quantum technology, but um, back to the house. So, you know, houses have their own things. They have their own desires. They have their own, you know, energy and they have their own. And yeah, of course the things in the house can jump on you, hook on you. And they often do travel with you, which is why I'm pretty careful uh, where I go. You know, there's some of the worst places to go. Kind of like what you said, the grocery store, a concert, uh, sporting events. I mean, you're going to get jumped. I get jumped, you know, malls in the back in the day I and mean, there no malls really exist yeah i was gonna say if you're going to a mall you deserve what you get at this point oh, oh yeah <laughs> absolutely and even investigations so um i went to what's it called the house it's this house in virginia where this girl was murdered and that was stacy brown and c wayne wilson and uh they were filming me and they didn't tell me anything about this house and i went to walk in this house and i started wanting to violently throw up because I was seeing and being and merging with the residual energy. I saw the guy like raping and killing this girl and dragging her out the back window and all this stuff that I had no way of even knowing it happened. And um, so they were filming that. I'm, and I'm like, if I throw up, you are not putting that on video <laughs> because when I come into the presence of great evil, it makes me like, it like takes over my body. It makes me physically ill. That's incredible, eh? And I, I, again, I'm jumping again, though. Jumping back, though. I mean, I'm a... I'm, okay. I hate this word, so I'm going to use it so you understand. And do you know what, And then I'll ask you. I'm an assuming. You know what assuming does, right? Yeah, it makes an ass. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so you're familiar. Some people don't know what that means, and it's a, kind of an awkward conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming all houses have some form of energy, right? Because... There was a great passion for it to be built, and then there was probably, a, at some point, a, a happy family and all this other stuff, right? So all houses have some sort of energy to them, right? It starts with the builder's energy. It starts with every man, woman, inspector that has entered that space. It starts with the land that you build it on. It starts with, is it on a ley line? Does it have Hartman's Cross? Um, what is the ge- sacred geometry or geometry, um, biogeometry, you know, on the land and the house? Um, what are the angles? You know, the feng shui whole thing that's real. Um, you know, every single person in the house. So the first thing I do, you know, my house was brand new, but it wasn't. It had an energy that I had to clear. It had the built. There were some crappy people that were in here. We found, you know, um, hard liquor bottles and beer bottles. So, I mean, that tells a tale right there, you know. Um, so it had to be cleared and cleaned. And when I do these scans, people are like, think I'm going to just look at them. But a lot of times their house comes forward. And it's like. I have too much. People are like, how do you know I have too much junk in my house? How do you know my house needs clean? How do you know my house has a water problem? Because your house told me. Oh, no. Yeah, it blows their mind. She doesn't need to know my house is dirty. Oh, God. You know, sometimes, and my technology is charging right now, and I don't even know how charged my phone is, to be honest. But, you know, if you ever have me back or want to have me back, I'll do. If you want, I'll just scan on you or your house or your audience or whatever you want. I'll show you, like. How I work—it's pretty magical. We'll have to do that because I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated, of course. Um, well, I'm not sure what we're going to find out, but that's the part of this—is the good part of it. Okay, so. We've got- but you're right. Every house, it, and some houses have really. So I encourage people, and I teach and help people 
and that's when doing this chiropractor in Chicago, he wants to make more money. But when I ran his house, um, you know, the aura of the, not his house, his office, the aura of the office was dark. And I knew immediately I saw there were two spirits there. They were both suicidal. They were old. They were hanging out in his office. Well, nobody's going to want to come there and feel, you know, like that's a sacred, safe, happy, joyful healing place. If there's the frequency, because it's all frequency, right? And people feel frequency because we're radio towers and receivers. And whether we consciously know or not, we know. We know happy places. We know peaceful places. We know sacred spaces. And we know icky, gross, depressive, sad, you know, places. And so we've been clearing up his office. And he just wrote and told me the first two weeks of the month, you know, he saw an increase in income. Of course he did. You're bringing up the frequency and higher frequency. You know, money has a frequency. You have to be at a certain frequency to attract the flow of money. And so, yeah, we work with all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to ask another ask backward question for you because <laughs> I just want to ask this. It's, it's, it's so ridiculous. I just have to ask you, though, because I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for your answer. Um, should people not buy antiques then? I don't recommend it unless you're me. And I don't buy them because they give me the heebie-jeebies and I don't want to I don't want to work that hard I don't want to go to the store spend $300 on something and bring it home and spend three weeks uh clearing it making sure it's clear checking it making sure nothing goes back into it bringing up the frequency and I'm going to tell you another reason you shouldn't buy antiques a lot of antiques are moldy what is mold people don't know what mold is they think black mold we're not talking about black mold we're talking about all mold all mold is sentient black goo ai it's not good. It's like the nanotechnology. So you don't want mold. There's all sorts of things. You know, that's the big thing now, mold sickness, mold illness. You don't want mold. A lot of people, um, you know, have depression and anxiety and all sorts of health issues because, you know, they have a house full of moldy furniture, not just antiques. I mean, if you have a 10-year-old couch, I hate to tell you, honey, you have an antique. Don't be busting my chops now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> love it um yeah so you're absolutely correct i mean i don't encourage well and i encourage a very um and i'm still working on you know making my own house like this but we we just have such a 3d programmed perspective on things and stuff and we're so programmed to be heavy consumers and we're even programmed to dump our stuff on other people when we die so we're like this is great and matilda's you know 800 year old hutch who cares if you don't even know great who cares who wants to haul around i mean i've hauled around hutches and pianos and all sorts of things from my family until i'm finally i'm like i don't like this i don't want this in my house you know and i've gotten rid of it so we really need to make sure that we are choosing our environment not allowing family we didn't even know or maybe family we did know why do you need your mom's dishes to remember your mom you have problems if you have to have dishes to remember your relationship with your mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if you love her dishes, have them. I'm not saying you can't have anything of your family's, but we keep stuff in our attics and storage units and closets and basements, and we build these big houses to store stuff that we don't even know what we have half the time. I mean, I have stuff in my basement I haven't looked at for a year since I moved in here. It's ridiculous. Why do I have it? I don't know. Because you might need it someday. And that's the BS programming right there. <laughs> because really what the spirit, when we run these scans, really wants to declutter, really wants space and simplicity. You know why? Because creation, um, you know, new possibilities, new jobs, new opportunities, new relationships, new money has to have space. If your life is so full of clutter, you know, whether it's clutter inside your body or clutter in your environment, there's no room for anything new and nothing new is going to come in. This is true. I, I like this point. And so I told you, I, I scribbled a whole bunch of fangs down and I have one fang on my, well, and then I, I tore that up earlier and I went back and started over with your notes because I didn't like how it looked. You're going to love that, mm -hmm. right? And then, mm -hmm. so now the notes that I have over here that we're basing this mm -hmm. little show off of is your name, <laughs> the secret to everything. And there's one more word on my, my paper. Oh no. What? Energy. Okay. And now this is this is the double ed edge word, right? Because obviously you have your personal energy, you have your spiritual energy, you have all this energy mm -hmm. around you. Mhm. Mm but none of it's easy to contain because it's energy, right? Mhm. Mm 
So, so go ahead, lay it on me. What do you think when I say energy to you? I mean, you know, I used to say the word energy, but um, I think people now, I mean, frequency's been around. I started introducing it pretty heavily out into the media about 10, 12 years ago, and then other people did too. And I'm glad because now people seem to understand. To me, energy is like the overarching, you know, like the big picture, and there's frequency is below it. So, you know, a lot of things can be energy, and frequency is energy, and energy is frequency, but frequency is just more specific. It's a specific uh, type of energy attached to a specific thing. So, um, yeah, you can, I mean, you can learn to contain energy. You can learn to control entities and human discarnates and dark force spirits and uh, ETs. Um, a lot of what I think this, you know, paranormal community does a disservice to all these groups of energies, we'll say, or entities, um, is they put them in groups. So they're like, this is how you deal with ghosts. No, each human discarnate is individual, just like you and I. If you were to pass or I were to pass in the next second, I'm still going to be yattering away thinking <laughs> I'm alive. Nothing's going to have changed. I'm going to have the same personality. I'm going to have the same memories. I'm going to have the same mind. Um, and that's what we don't understand, meaning I'm an individual. An individual, you know, us being an individual doesn't change just because we become discarnate or out of body and so we do such a disservice in these paranormal shows um or you know paratainment shows um they kind of say this is how you deal with you know dark forces or demons if you want to call them that this is how you deal with and it's not true um i've had i've uh, had conversations with people that were better than i at talking to uh you know demons but i've talked to demons i've talked to human discarnates i've talked to Sasquatch. I've talked to ETs. I've, I've talked to all of these beings and you have to deal with them as an individual. So you can get them to leave your space. As a matter of fact, it's easier to get a being to leave your space by, you know, having a conversation. Why are you here? What can I do for you? Can I suggest somewhere else for you to go? I'd hate to be my enemies because I send most of the crappy things over to their houses. Don't think I don't. And they go willingly. You know, I make it sound really appealing. One of my enemies has a really big mansion. So I'm like, yeah, he has an awesome mansion. He has a theater. You can go hang out in the theater. And they go. I mean, I don't have a theater. Why do I want to hang here? Go to, go to his house. So, um, but are you taught that? Are you taught that you can talk to a dark force spirit like that? No, you're not taught that. But I do it every day. And that's why I'm successful, because I understand that these beings have desires, they have needs, they have wishes, they have personality. We're not taught that. And I, this is what I, I haven't told anybody this in a while. Of course, I've kind of stepped back from all the investigation stuff. But Right, yeah. Because um, right. it's just that, yeah, ich, icky. Um, there, I know. I, I think that's your word. I gotcha. So I, I'll, gotcha. I'll use it. But back in the day, <laughs> I would always tell people, you know, Uncle Bruce was an a-hole when he was alive, Right. Doesn't mean oh, he's so a de- doesn't mean he's a demon now. It just means he's still what he was. Yeah, unless he made any choice, and he could have, but generally doesn't right away. Anyway, you know, for a while. So I agree well, with you absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of the time. Well, there's all. I mean, there's yeah. exceptions to every rule, but I of mean, course, having I met agree the, with you. having met the guy, I'm pretty sure that's who we're dealing with, <laughs> not some super super demon. <laughs> of course, then again, he was pretty close in life, so maybe. Oh, <laughs> Maybe right. you should get rid of his piano. No. <laughs> no, that's a really, really good point. Um, you know, his energy, his frequency, the things he attracted could have hopped from him into that as well. And people are really hard. People have way more possessed items than they think. And we're able to tell them what they are. And if they do, they also have way more um, dark AI controlled items than they think they do. Um, that's also pretty interesting to get into. Dark AI controlled items. For those listening via podcast, I'm holding up my phone. Oh, oh. Yeah, there you go. Black box technology. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, the TV's bad. I'm like, hmm, what about your computer? That's black box technology. You know, what about your phone? What about your tablets? All black box technology. Your refrigerators now are black box technology. Anything that has, you know, cameras and smart chips and, you know, recording ability, all black box technology. Two-way mirror. Black mirrors. You know, I... I... Speaking of black box technology, we cut the cord a couple of years ago, but I was watching TV and they had this ad for this refrigerator that has a camera on the inside so you can be at the store and see if you have it in your fridge. That's hilarious. It's I went. Creepy. Really? 
what happens? I mean, I'd, I'd hate to be checking that sometime, right? And then my refrigerator open, and I'm not home because obviously I'm checking my refrigerator camera. <gasps> yeah, that'd be creepy. And I'd be like, nope, that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, people don't understand. Every single light bulb has um, recording devices and cameras in them. Like, the, the technology is so tiny. I mean, half the stuff you buy probably has cameras and recording devices in it. And everybody's like, oh, I'm a targeted individual, honey. Everybody's a targeted individual. It's just how much you're targeted and what kind of targeting. They're, I mean, they show us in all those movies, Enemy of the State, um, person of interest. I mean, they have that technology. Well, it's millions of year old technology, but they've been actively using it in this game since the beginning of time. Nothing new. You know, so everybody's like, oh, they're watching me. I'm like, they're watching everybody. Who cares? Like, get used to it. <laughs> I, I want to jump backwards of technology because you're, uh, sure. you've been around for a while and you've been around. Mm-hmm. No, no, not that way. <laughs> because you've, you've had this question too. And I'm not, I may be the first person to ask you, but you've asked it yourself. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So here we go. Okay. I'm not even assuming about this one because I've said this. Okay. I've said this before. You could send me to Home Depot and I'm not building the ark. Right. I just I don't possess that skill, let alone. Sure. Right. But the woods there, like I wouldn't have, you know, because back in the day they had to. That was serious work back in the day. Right. My my fetal attempts today would be still fetal attempts, but that was serious work from gathering the wood and all this other stuff. Sure. But building the pyramids, massive, and that's being not even the correct word, undertaking. I still don't get, I mean, I understand the kind of the why, but I don't like, why don't we do things like that today? I guess is where I want to go with this question because they're from a different, I mean, they're from a different, um, they're like multiple things, you know, beacons and ley line portal technology and a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, we do, you just don't know where they are. Okay. I'll tell you something. Okay. Now my mind's getting ready to be blown here. Hold on. Yeah, it is. Every single Hilton hotel has jump rooms that's pyramid technology you say we don't do it today we do every the high-speed tram runs under every single hilton hotel so there you go you know a jump room is yeah yes you know to off planet yeah 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 you know it just takes a minute to rattle that through every single one every (laughs) single one every single most hospitals have jump rooms most hospitals have not the fake weird imitation med beds, the real med beds, the med beds where you can say, okay, I want to be 35 again, or I want to regrow a leg. Most hospitals, major hospitals, um, you know, John Hopkins, you know, major, um, are going to have the med beds that the elite are allowed to go to and the ETs, you know, that are on planet that go to. Yeah. So, okay. I'm, I'm going back to jump rooms for a minute. So where are we, I mean, obviously off the planet. So I'm assuming Mars or anywhere, where else? Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of ties with the uh, secret space program and Mars and Venus. So definitely Mars and Venus. Um, Also, jump rooms. They also can jump from like one side of the planet to the other. So it's not all off planet. I mean, if you want to go to if you're in the U.S., you want to go to China, um, you know, you can go through a jump room. Can I I get one to take me to Walmart? I mean, it's only a couple miles, but it saved me so much time. I just want one. Like, I don't want to fly. Like, why can't we ride the high speed? You know, it ticks me off because the high speed tram goes from New York to L.A. in a half hour. I mean, imagine if they let the public on that. Like, we could go. It would just be so awesome. Like, you know, two minutes to Chicago, you know, 15 (laughs) minutes to Nevada. You'd have to jump off, though. (laughs) Doesn't stop. Just roll out. No, it does stop. There's a stop. I know where most of the stops are. Like, I live in Winston-Salem. There's a stop for the underground train in Greensboro. So I know where most of the stops are. Uh-huh. And they do a lot of their child trafficking on those, of course. And, you know, drugs and stuff like that. I have to laugh. I wonder, I wonder why I get attacked after I do these radio shows. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm surprised we haven't got disconnected yet, actually. Um. Oh, I know. I'm surprised we haven't got to uh, start getting... Uh, usually what happens is I start getting EVPs, like interference or the or weird little beeps and echoes and, you know, all that kind of thing. Like, we're listening. Uh, and you mentioned dying while we were doing the show. I'm like, man, she's the best EVP voice I've ever got on the show right now. I mean, she died 10 minutes ago and she's still coming for you. Just great. <laughs> love it no so 
um, I'm from Western Pennsylvania, and there in Cranberry Township, which is just above Pittsburgh, there's a little town called Mars, right? And there's another oh. another town called Freedom, and they're in this in Cranberry Township, they're directly opposed from each other, different directions. Okay. So okay. On, on the road sign, it says Freedom ten miles, Mars ten miles the other direction. And if I was ever going to steal a road sign for the studio, that would be it. Because I, just, I want I, that. I, oh I love it. Oh my gosh, it. I want that. Oh, that's awesome. Because I just see the, the the conflict of the universe, let alone just two little towns in Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I love it. So, okay. <laughs> so, what am I missing? What? Do, I mean, you said you were working on stuff for your class and your app. What? What, what else am I missing about you? Like I said, it just kind of seems like we're everywhere, but it feels like I'm still missing something. So, I mean, we didn't really talk about. Um like cryptozoology I mean that's my hobby I kind of stopped talking about it because I get trolled so badly like I have the best I have some of the best pictures and people are like like um, when I first moved in here I had a little person in warrior outfit and, and like it is an incredible like class a picture people are like that's a G.I. Joe figure I'm like I can't with you people <laughs> like you know it's what you said I could seriously have a Sasquatch sitting on my couch in the living room like in the flesh and bring people over to meet him and they'd be like, that's a guy in a suit. Like, you can't. And that's why I have to kind of stop trying. Like, I live in my own world. I'm happy. I know what I know. And you know what you know. And you know from investigating. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen weird things. You have. And, um, you know, and I'm happy with that. I don't need to convince anyone that I'm lying or I'm not lying. You know, I just, so I don't show pictures anymore. Because I feel like I'm betraying the beings that trust me to come out in the fur and give me these, like, incredible you know, pieces of evidence, you know, and I have to live with them. <laughs> and it really bugs my children too. When I get like heavily trolled and called crazy and stuff, they're like, mom, they're not nice. I'm like, but I'm used to it. You know, I've been, you know, out there for about 15 years, you know, teaching pretty radical stuff. So I'm kind of used to it. Well, as I, as I come to tell people, I don't, I don't care if they're talking about me. I'm just hoping they spell my name right. Nah, I love it. <laughs> well, you know, there's no bad publicity, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that, that's whichever the, way. That, it's yep. just, that's the key to it all. And, okay. So, drilling down, I, I guess I, I, I do owe some people out there this who are interested in this because this kind of always comes up around these shows. Okay. So, the, the investigator or even just the person going out that is aware, because even once mm -hmm. you're aware of these things, they start popping up more. How that can, is very true. First step, be aware. Mm -hmm. How can Great. somebody, quote, I, I hate this word, but I don't know another word, protect themselves from the darker side of what we talk about? You know, that's interesting because part of my work is helping you remember who you are because there's memory wiping technology. They upload us to the cloud like 20 times a day, and then there's ET groups that reverse our time, and there's all the CERNs that mess with our timeline. I mean, it just gives, there's so much technology used against us that we don't know dark, you know, dark, darker technology, you know, not for our edification and positivity. But um, I think if you remember, if you start remembering who you are, like as an, I mean, your past life's here and before, because some of you are trillions of years old beings, you're eternal beings. People think like religion teaches you, you come on this earth and then you're only eternal forward like in the future, even though there's no time, I'm just using time reference, but you're actually, most people are eternal beings forward and backward. Like it's not their first lifetime. It's not their first time existing here and now. And so when you realize that you were Hercules, that you were Zeus, that you were, as a matter of fact, a lot of my clients, not a lot. I have a couple clients that um, write and draw for Marvel comics and they get their notes for the comics from the military. And you say, why? Because the military knows <laughs> the real history, you know, the SSP, you know, that kind of high level military. I'm not talking about the military, you know, I mean, the, the military that runs alongside the military that's publicized, it's called the darker or real side of the military. But um, they get their notes from the military because, you know, in the cloning centers and stuff, all the hybrids exist. So all those Marvel movies with the superheroes are based on real people. A lot of these real people are you and me. Like, I know who I was. I, I don't talk about it because you want to get harassed. I'll start talking about who you know you were and who you know what you remember. But like I said to my clients, I say, if you knew for 100% truth that you were, let's say, Zeus, you know, as a figure, just as an example, would that not change your life radically? Every decision you would make differently. 
every word you said you would utter differently. You would have that knowledge and power that you were this godlike being with massive powers. Well, you still are. Just because you're living in, you know, 2022, you're still that spirit. You're still that being or that person. You just need to start bringing all your power into your life. So once you realize that, you don't feel like you need as much protection. Now, at the same time, I build protection into my living space. I have crystals. I have organite. I make organite, actually. I have essential oils. I use black sage. I use resin. These are all frequency things. I use bells. I use frequency tracks. I use the shofar, which even though I'm not super, you know, rah-rah biblical anymore, there's, again, it's a tool. It's a tool that has stood the test of thousands of years um, and negative entities and energies don't seem to like the sound of the shofar. So there's a lot you can do to kind of build in, again, that sacred space. So this high vibrating space that only attracts the positive and most of the darker things don't really mess with something that's really high vibrating and powerful. So we've got four minutes left. Yikes. Um, I've got a story I want to tell you off the air because... Yeah, yeah, I anyway. can't wait. I'd love to hear it. Anyways, you know how that goes. But okay, sure. so I've got a question though about all this past life stuff because I'm I, I'm not skeptical first and foremost. I believe, like I said, I got a story for you. But what are the? I mean, I we use four for example. How many times can he be reincarnated? Because you know it seems like I hate to say this. I'm not knocking you, but there was this moment where <laughs> everybody everybody was Marilyn Monroe in a past life, right? And she was only <laughs> only one person, right? No, and I no, came across a dozen. I came across yeah. a dozen people that said that. Right. Well, there's a reason because you're talking about people that have been put under hypnotherapy, usually, or soul regress, which is a whole other topic. But this is the program that runs the Matrix uses this to bring through this stupidity, like you're talking about. You know, everybody. Back in the, like, 15, 20 years ago, everybody was Cleopatra. Everybody was Napoleon. Like, yeah, it's the program. It's the same as the white light tunnel deception program that is dismantled now, but, you know, other Ichi races imitate it. So it's the whole life after death thing. And everybody's like, well, it has to be this way because we've interviewed 500,000 people. Yeah, honey bunny, those 500,000 people live in 3D. They're in the Matrix. The Matrix controls them. The Matrix is programming them. They don't know the truth. So, of course, the Matrix has very narrow um, scripts, if you've never noticed. I mean, have you noticed the last three years what the script is? It's very narrow, repetitive, you know, over and over and over the same thing. You know, anything that they're putting forth is going to be the same thing. So whenever you hear, you know, 500,000 people agree I'm always like raising an eyebrow. I'm like, no, that's not the truth. Usually it's the opposite. And so when we really get into things, yes, there are people that may have been Marilyn Monroe, maybe her ancestors. A lot of times you were your great, great ancestors, like four or five generations back. You were some of your ancestors um, and you can kind of trace that back, which is really interesting too, if you want to look at that. But um yeah, people aren't the same people. I absolutely agree with you. That's a bunch of BS. Soul regression is a money-making, new cage, junk consciousness, BS, very dangerous, opening portals. My daughter and I both can see highly skilled psychics. We won't even do soul regressions alone. We do them together because of the things that come through your opening portals. And we see all kinds of things come into the room. And I'm telling you, it's not that person. And it's not their relatives. It's some nasty stuff presenting as that person, presenting as their relatives. So you have to have this high level spiritual discernment. Does, you know, soul regression work sometimes, but we don't even like to do them because we don't like to battle spiritually for four hours. So in the last minute we have here, tell people the website again and anything else that you want to get out there. Yeah, secrettoeverything.com, you know, come check us out. There's some free stuff in there. I have a YouTube channel, secrettoeverything.com by Kimberly McGeorge. I show the technology on my YouTube, and you can kind of see how scans work. And I, you know, scan a lot of these healers and stuff, and I talk about clones and sims and, you know, all sorts of things. So you can check it out. So first and foremost, thanks for jumping around with me. We have we obviously yeah, have to do it again because we have so much more to get, get back through. Um I've got 25 seconds. Okay. Uh, before I forget, remind everybody to subscribe to the podcast. Be sure to re leave a review and all that fun stuff. 
Um, tell a friend. Man, I just feel like I say some of this stuff too often, but it just needs to be said because somebody has to say it, and why not? I mean, a lot of other podcasters do a lot better at it, but that's okay. I'd rather do me, and well, anyways, we'll talk to you next week. It's the Mallard Report. Yeah, the Mallard Report. Hey, I want to thank you for joining us. It's been a good show tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. Take a few moments, subscribe, share, all the fun stuff. You know how to do it. I don't have to tell you. Just uh, be ready for next week. It'll be sooner than you think. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.